I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Internet Marketing with Daniel Rowles, Episode 7, for Wednesday the 30th of August, 2006. So, I'm your host, Andy White, and it's time once again for another exciting episode of Internet Marketing, where we give you, the listener, insider tips, techniques, and secrets on using the Internet as part of your marketing machine. Daniel Rolls, good day to you, sir. Hello there, Andy. How are you doing today? I'm doing exceedingly well. And today, we're um, going to be talking about Google Analytics, and analytics in general, I believe. That's right. So, uh, I'm very excited about that. Well, we touched on it briefly before, and I think it's um, of interest to quite a lot of people, and it's uh, because it's a free option. It's quite a cost-effective way of doing things, and it can cause very good results for your website. So, I thought it's worth getting into in a bit more detail. Absolutely. Well, I'm very excited about that, so stay tuned. So, let's start off. What I've, what I've actually done is I've got Google Analytics in front of me and what I thought we might do is um, just cover some of the basic stuff. This, this might become Google Analytics part one because it might be that we don't fit it into this all into this podcast but let's yeah. see how we do. So just before we sort of get into the details, what, what I mean sort of um, can we define analytics? Yeah, I mean, analytics basically allows you to look at the behaviour of your users once they get to the website. So we spent a lot of time talking about things that get people to your website in the first place. We've talked about getting your website right, but you don't know what effect all those changes have had and all the work you've done is actually having. So you want to see the behaviour of people when they get there. Um, where are they coming from? What are they doing? What pages are they arriving on, leaving on? Yeah. Um, and then we need to talk about things like, you know, what do you want them to do and trying to track that kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's just a good way of actually... Looking at the marketing you've done, improving it, modifying it, and getting into kind of a, a, a way of doing things as an ongoing basis. Okay. Now, you're the expert here. I'm sure you've seen quite a few sort of analysis packages. Yeah, sure. And uh, I, I'm quite a newbie in this area. And I, I mean, to me, the, the Google Analytics looks really good. I mean, is it something you would recommend? I mean, why, yeah. why Google Analytics? Well, we've kind of obviously it's, it's, a, free, it's a free option. Um, the limitations are there's 5 million page views a month. Although, if you've actually got a pay-per-click account with Google already, there's no limitation at all. So, first of all, small business is very good because it's a free option. You can try it out. Um, it does offer a lot of good features. Um, there are commercial packages out there and solutions out there which will do more for you, particularly if you've got a massive enterprise-scale solution where you've got multiple sites and um, all kind of different things like that. But for a, for a, you know, a reasonable-sized site, Google Analytics is a, is a good option. The other thing is, well, if, if you have got a big site and you're thinking about looking at some more expensive solutions, this is a good kind of trial into it and see how useful it is for you. But definitely, for most people, at the beginning, this will give you more information than you can handle and it'll, it'll be a good start into the whole thing. It certainly gives you a bunch of information. Actually, it one does. thing that I, th- I think we should, we should mention, actually, before we sort of start going into this is... Yeah, sure. Um, it's when I... I'm sure this is the same for everyone, but you can't just join, can you? You have to sort of apply to join and you normally ah, get an no, invitation a couple of days later. 
Oh, has it well, changed, has it? Yeah, it was the point. There were so many subscribers, basically. They put it up for free, and they had something like yeah. 5 million requests within the first day. So oh, they okay. put it on a, you know, you'll receive an invite within the next X period. But now, literally, you go into google.com forward slash analytics, um, yeah. and you can just log in with your, if you've got a Google login. Um, if you haven't got a Google login, you can just fill one in, register for one there and then. Uh, and you should pretty much have instant access now. Oh, well, that's good. So, I mean, I joined, oh, must have been about a month, two months yeah, ago. And, and I had to wait about two days. And yeah. then I just got an email through saying, follow this link, you've been invited in. And it was just a two-minute job and I was always Yeah, I mean, they, they may bring that back, I don't know. Um, yeah. But at the moment, it's, it's pretty much instant access, so that's great. Okay, so shall we go over the main features then? I mean, I've, I've got analytics up in front of me. Okay. And uh, there's basically a menu over on the left and yeah. lots of nice pictures in the middle. Right, okay. Basically, you'll see on that front page, mm-hmm. you've got some brief summary information. So the, it's the kind of things that you can normally get from your web stats anyway. So it's yeah. things like how many people are visiting your website, um, how many p- pages have they viewed. Um, generally, you'll see they're, they're kind of relative to each other. You might have yeah. um, an average number of, you know, 10 page views per visitor or something like that. So you'll see mm-hmm. a similarity between those figures. You'll have how many new visitors you've got and how many returning visitors, which can be useful if you see... Um, as you add more content to your website, you might see people coming back more and more, and that's a really good sign that people are right. coming back. Right, because that's, that's represented as a pie chart, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you want to keep the new visitor number up as well, because you want you, know, you want all these new visitors coming in all the time to try and convert into new customers. Yeah. You've got a map down in the bottom left corner that shows you know, where people are actually coming from. Now that is just um, so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting because a lot of people think, well, all our customers in the UK or the US, we're going to focus all our efforts on that. You suddenly yeah. start seeing you've got people from all different parts of the world coming in. So you might well, start, I've got some little yeah. blobs from in India, I have. It's amazing. Yeah, there's, I mean, I'm looking at mine. We've got India, Australia, um, Indonesia, down in South Africa, all over the States, Northern mm. Europe, Eastern Europe. So um, it can be quite interesting just to see where people are coming from. You've got to take that with a certain pinch of salt because a lot of that, um, it may be bots from like search engines looking at your website. It may ah, be various different things. So right. um, not all of that is necessary actual users, but it gives you a general good indication. Mm-hmm. Um, then bottom right-hand side gives you the visitors by source. Now, this is really important. This tells you if people have come from Google, if they've come directly to your website, from Yahoo, whatever search engine or source they've come to your website from, mm-hmm. uh, which is very useful if you've done any of the things we've talked about in our previous podcasts about you know, trying to get users to your website. You can see how effective that's actually been. Yeah, so sure. Those, those are the key summaries you just get on the front page. Now, what, if you what look does over direct? So, sorry, sorry, Daniel. No, no, what sure. does direct? What does direct mean? In direct is basically people just going in to their browser and typing in your web address. So they typed in your URL straight away, yeah. basically. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Okay. I thought it was that. So that could be. I just wanted to clarify before we moved on. No, completely. It might be that they've um, they know your web address anyway, or they've seen you in a newspaper ad or anything. It could be anyone, anything like that. So. Um, there will also be, you might have separate websites, you might have a development website, people might link in from there as well. So there's various different ways that can come in. So, um, just on the left-hand side, mm-hmm. you've got a dashboard and a date range. Now, the date range defines what these figures are shown over. So you might want to yeah. show it for a whole month, for a week period, um, since you ran some sort of advertising campaign. So it can be quite useful just honing in what the effects you've, of the things you've done have actually been. So that, that's now the way that works, because I, I was slightly confused. Yeah, it starts off you get one calendar, but if you press that little squarey calendary icon in the top right-hand corner of the calendar, absolutely, then you get you get two, don't you? Or you get like yeah, a custom date range yeah. come up. It's, yeah. it's one of the most confusing features, first of all, if you're not used to it. Most of it's pretty yeah. intuitive to use. Um, the calendar up first of all shows you what dates it's active for by highlighting it in blue. Yeah, and you can select single days from that. But if you want to select a date range, you s- click on that calendar. And then you can select 
left to right, you can select you know your starting date and your end date on the left calendar and the right calendar. So right. Um, okay. just to point that one out, it's quite a good one because people spend hours searching for it otherwise. So up above that, you've got your dashboards. The one we were just talking about was the main dashboard. That's the executive overview. There's actually on this another yep. four overviews, and each one just gives you summaries of different types of information. You've also got a drop down above that to different types of overviews. So they just summarise different forms of information. The executive overviews give you general overviews, you know, number of visitors, where they're from, that kind of thing. You've also got um, yep. a set of overviews in terms of a marketeer, so information they might be interested in, and from webmaster, information they might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Now, to be honest, you're probably going to be interested in all of these. So you can flick through those mm-hmm. and just have a look through them. I think the best way of learning Google Analytics is actually just to play with it. And something I just want to jump back to at the beginning is when you're setting this up, you'll go in, you'll register for an account, you get your account, you go in there. It'll give you a small piece of code, and you need to put that piece of code onto every single page of your website. Now, if you're if you're running your website yourself, that's probably relatively no problem. You just put it at the bottom of the page, relatively simple. If someone looks after your website for you, same thing, pass them the code, get them to put it on every page. As soon as that's in place, every time a page loads, it will send some information through to Google, and it can start registering all this information. Um, but you just got to make sure that code's in place to get it all up and working in the first place. So just to, just to reiterate how it all works. Right. Going back to these left-hand menus, you've got all these different overviews. I really would advise just going through um, and just trying out a few of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, particularly ones that I find of interest are things like the, if you go to the Marketeer drop-down menu, you've got something that says CPC versus organic conversion. Now, that's basically telling you what traffic's coming from right. the pay-per-click stuff that we've talked about in the past and what's coming from the normal organic search that we might do some search engine optimization for. So you can see it, you know, where it's worth really, really focusing your efforts. Now that's under, you say that's under marketing optimization. Uh, under marketing, yeah. You go to the reports. top menu on dashboards, go to, and you've got a drop right. down, you've got executive, marketeer, and webmaster. And if you go to the marketeer one, there's, there's various kind of summaries and bits and pieces in there. Ah, oh, right, that's the, sorry, yeah, it's the pull down menu. Okay. Okay, and it's CPC versus organic. Versus organic. Now, that's pay-per-click, absolutely. isn't it? Yeah. A lot of these menu options will mention things about conversions. Now, what you need to do is define mm-hmm. what these conversions are. So, um, if you go down to... Well, let, let's, go, let's take a little step back. When you, in the top left-hand corner, you'll see something that says analytic settings. Okay? So, if you click yes, on analytic settings, what it allows you to do is obviously mm-hmm. change a few of the settings. So, you've got your particular website... Yeah. If you click on edit for that website, it will just tell you, you know, yep. what, your, what, what time zone you're in, all that kind of thing. But there's some conversion goals and funnels. Now, this is probably one of the most important points of Google Analytics. Yeah, because I looked at this and I thought, this, this looks really powerful. If I, I must yeah, learn how to use it properly. Well, what it can basically do is you say, okay, when someone comes to my website, I want them to do a particular thing. I want them to buy something. I want them to read a particular page of information. So that's a goal, and you want to set that goal up. So what you do, you've got four possible goals that you can set up within Google Analytics. So you select one of these, they're numbered G1, G2, G3, G4. You edit them. And what you first of all want to do is put in a URL, the web page, the address of a web page that you want someone to get to when they've achieved this goal. So in terms of an e-commerce site perhaps, like you're trying to sell something, that would be the page that says, thank you very much for buying this. Okay, whatever this particular item was. You've just taken your money. Absolutely, that's the thing. So... You go through, you put that in that web page in, then one gets somewhere there, Google Analytics will register that as a as a conversion, as a as a conversion goal. Okay? You can also put in things okay, like yeah. amounts and you know how much that actually was, that kind of thing. 
So that's what a goal is. Right. Funnels are when you've got a, a number of steps that you want someone to take in order to get there. So to achieve a goal, there might be several different ways you could get there. But you're particularly interested when somebody's come a particular route to that web page. Then you can put... Oh, okay, so you can define up to 10 URLs right. here and give each yeah. one a name. So it can be right. about... Um, okay. You know, really looking at, okay, I want them to come through a certain sequence of pages. I want to come for the home page, then gone to the... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Particular category and so on and so forth. Um, and that, that takes you through and you can, you can track that kind of thing as well. So it gives you some really powerful tools to work out what people have done. And then tracking to, you know, there's mm-hmm. four key objectives I want them to achieve. How have they got to those objectives um, and how successful I've been in getting people to those objectives. So within this page as well, you can also set up all kinds of things like different user accounts. So different people can access different parts of Google Analytics. So it's some quite powerful tools in there. Right. Okay. Okay. So let's drop back to the main menu. Um, you've got your executive summaries or your main information. At the bottom, it says all reports, and you've got marketing optimization yep. and content optimization. If you click okay. on marketing optimization, first of all, because that's the top one, you can see how things mm-hmm. are broken down. Yep. Um, there's things for tracking visitors, different parts of your visitors, their performance. So that's you know, new versus returning customers, where people have come from, what location they've come from. Um, looking at marketing campaigns mm-hmm. is one of the interesting ones. That will tell you, we talked about these conversion goals, but you can then track where people are from, the source, and then how the conversions go from that particular source. So you might find that you're doing very well in getting number one rankings in Google, and you're also doing very well in getting paying for number one rankings in Google, but you might find that the ones you're paying for are actually getting much better conversions for you. That might be a more effective form of traffic. But without knowing that, it's hard to know where to put your efforts. So that report that says source conversion can be very, very useful for that kind of thing. I mean, this is all to do with, it's all very well and good getting people to your site, but you want them to that's do something when they get to your site, don't you? You want them to buy yeah, something absolutely. or that's contact what that, that's you That's absolutely what, what the whole thing's about, is really working okay. out. You're getting traffic from all these different sources, but what are they doing when they get there? Um, and how effective is each of those different sources for you? And at the end of the day, that allows you to you know, target your efforts on different things. There's also some other ones in here, navigation analysis, that's under content optimization. 
and the key report on there is top exit points. And that tells you where people are dropping out of your websites. So that's content optimization, navigational analysis, and then top exit points. Navigational yeah. analysis. And that basically lifts up, you know, where are people top leaving your website? Points. Okay. Now that's interesting because if they're all leaving on particular pages, there's probably a problem with that page. Uh, am I right in thinking that it's really bad if a lot of people are exiting No, not necessarily, because more often than not, what will happen is that people site. come in from a search engine, they'll look at your webpage and they'll go, nope, not the one for me, and they'll disappear out. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you don't want that to happen a lot, but more often than not, oh, your okay. homepage is the top dropout page, because people will come in and say, not the one for me. Now, as you change the homepage to show your key focus, hopefully, that you'll have less of a dropout. It also means you can focus in your pay-per-click advertising to reflect what's on your homepage more, and you should see less of a dropout there as well. So people will drop out on your homepage, but um, right. you, know, you can minimise that as much as possible made by making sure any advertising or marketing you do is very relevant to what's shown on your homepage so people connect the two things together and don't think this is the wrong, wrong page for me. It might mm. be worth mentioning at this point, actually, something, something else that, that I only discovered recently is uh, you can actually put these filters on. So if you go back, back, back up yeah. into the... Um, the settings, the analytics settings, and you can edit your profile. You can actually edit the the profile of the website that you want to do. You can you can define these filters, and, and you can do it by IP address. So I sure. I've got two IP addresses that I often go into my own site from. One one is my my office and one is my home, and I've put those two in. So it's basically excluding all of that data. For, so I know that when I look at those pie charts and those graphs, it really is true yeah, people who point, aren't me. Particularly if you're in a larger in company where it might be you know, stuff. dozens or hundreds of people in the company using the website, you're probably not interested in what people internally are doing to the website. Because you might have your salespeople talking through, people, talking through a process in your website, for example, and that's, that's going right. to double up any traffic you have in that particular area. So it is an important point to make. So, mm. um, Going back onto the content, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Con- going back to the content well, optimization menu, if we go down to navigational analysis again, one of my favourite features, if you click on site overlay, yeah. what it does... Oh, yeah, this is so cool. Yeah. it's it's. Uh, when I first saw it, I wondered what it was. Yeah, exactly, ruined your website. And I thought, who's put those little rectangles? Well, what it does is bring up a, the front page of your website. <laughs> little bar graphs. Um, and then it brings up little kind of boxes over all of the links. Anywhere yeah. you can click on that page, it will bring up boxes. Um, and the box will indicate how much of your website traffic is clicking on that particular link. Now that's important because you might have a menu of 10 items on your front page and to you, you might think this one's the top one, this is the most important thing. But you suddenly find out that you know 40-50% of people are clicking on the third menu down, that's what people are interested in. So you might want to rearrange your front page according to what people's interests are. Or you might find that someone's not really clicking on anything because it's in a bit of an obscure place on the page. Mm. Let's move it somewhere a bit more obvious. Now, I'm looking at the front page of our website here. Um, I can see, okay, people are quite interested in our company profile. I um, I click on that company profile. That tells me how many clicks people have got, um, what percentage of the overall clicks that is, and then for each of my um, conversions, each of the things that I'm interested in, people, the goals that I've set, it will tell me what percentage of people have achieved those goals by clicking on that link. So it's really useful for me knowing that okay, this is a particularly revenue-generating part of my website. So it kind of so that, sorry, sorry, Daniel. This is when you actually click mm, on one of these boxes. Yeah. Oh, I see the G one. Yeah, I've got it. The G one slash clicks yeah. or G whatever slash. So that, that, that right, particular okay. goal 
you know, that's how many people have achieved that goal by clicking on that particular link. It might be 0% in a lot of places, but you know, you'll find that some links that are very relevant to that thing will get you your, your conversions. So that, that will be anything other than zero if that particular link is part of one of your goals. Is that how it works? Yeah, well, what will happen is if someone's achieved one of your, gone through and done one of your goals by starting on clicking on that link, then you'll see a... Oh, uh, I see. So it just shows you how, how they've rooted through to that particular goal. A, a percentage will show, presumably. Absolutely, of how many conversions have actually come from that place. So, okay. and uh, interesting, we've set up downloading this particular podcast as a goal, and uh, yeah. strangely enough, the podcast button has achieved most of those. So it just kind of demonstrates it's working, and you know you can see how people oh, are going okay. through to that. So it's, it's quite an interesting tool, but it gives you a nice visual way of showing how things work. Um, for us, it's great because we build websites for other people, so it allows us to demonstrate, you know, how people are using someone's website in quite a visual fashion. Um, and it gives you information. It's very hard to extract just from web stats alone. And this is why analytics is such a good thing, that it can really visualize for you what's going on in your website and what your users are doing. And it can be quite a revelation as well, because things that we think are really important, people just weren't clicking on. Uh, and things we thought no one was interested in more had huge amounts of traffic. So it can make you rearrange your kind of your priorities in terms of your website. It, ju- it just shows you how important feedback is. I mean, we, it's so easy to, you know, uh, assume wrong things when you're building a website. You just need this feedback, don't you? It's crucial. Completely. Completely. Um, last little part of the menu that I want to talk about, because um, there's so many options on here, the, the good thing is just to get in there and get testing it. But again, on content optimization, down the bottom, you've got web design parameters. parameters. Yeah. Um, and on there, you've got browser versions, platform versions, screen resolutions. What this can do is when you've designed your website, or whoever's designed your website for you, will have designed it for a certain screen resolution, um, for someone that's got Java, hasn't got Java, has got Flash, hasn't got Flash, well, you can make sure this is the case. You can see which browser people are using, um, which allow you to know, you know, is your website working in a particular browser? Um, mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that's the case. So, for example, if your browser, you know, 80% of people are using a particular browser, you want to make sure that your website's working clearly in that. Now, okay. more often than not, you'll have Internet Explorer, then Firefox, and then various different browsers like Safari and Opera and Netscape. Um, but you can see which versions of each of those browsers people are using. Okay. So I'm just looking at Internet Explorer on ours. Um, something like so 97.64% of people are using Internet Explorer 6. We know that's interesting. Do, do you know what the biggest one for me is? It's Firefox. Most people are using it. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it can depend on the, on the focus of your website. Yeah. Um, We've, I can see from here, 3% of people are already using Internet Explorer 7 on our website, which is a beta version browser. So we really need to say, okay, let's make sure that our, brow- our website is working, Internet Explorer 7, really well. Because otherwise, 3% of users are not going to be having much luck with our website. It's really interesting. So we can bring out things that you really need to be, to, to be clear on, just to test yeah. out. So, um, so I, 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 you know, I think that's enough on some of the, uh, some of the menus on the left-hand side mm-hmm. for now, but just to give you an indication of what you can do with it. Something to kind of... Just to start to sum up with, really, is that okay? You've got all this great information, and there's a, there is an overwhelming amount of information, like, like we spoke about earlier on. There's so much in there you could be doing things with. Yeah. The key point of this is to pick out the key things that are important to you and make sure you can do something about them. Right. It's all very well knowing your users are from Indonesia and four percent of them are using the Safari browser, mm-hmm. but you know, is that of any use information to you? So work out what's important and then work out what you can actually act on. So look at the dropout pages. Can you change those pages? If you can't, well, what else can you do? Um, if a lot of your traffic's coming from pay-per-click but it's not doing any conversions for you, you may not be able to edit a website, but you could stop doing so much pay-per-click and focus your efforts on another, another form of marketing, like affiliate marketing or something like that. Yeah. So it's just to work out what's actually useful in it. Otherwise, you can get information overload, spend your day going, oh, ah, but not really achieve anything useful from it. 
Um, and I'm sure everyone when they first get Google Analytics it starts a lot, does a lot of ooing and ahhing. Yes, um, like I did. And we all do it. It's an exciting thing to say. Oh, absolutely. It's an exciting thing to get in and see what your visitors are doing. Yeah. But then we need to track it back like we always do to return on investment. What are people actually doing a website? What, what are my advertising campaigns doing? And what am I getting return on? And I think that's the key thing to get from this. But Google Analytics is a fantastic tool. Okay, Daniel. Well, thank you very much for that. We've covered uh, just the, the we've just covered the the main features of of Google Analytics, and I think we'll probably go into a little bit more detail later. But I would encourage anyone out there that's got any specific questions or anything uh, that we they would like us to cover in detail to just uh, to just let us know. Just email us. If you if you do info at academyinternet.com, okay. um, that will come through to me. I'd also be interested to know people's kind of um, how they've gone with Google Analytics and you know, what, what changes they've made as of using it. So I'd be interested in people's feedback from that point of view. That as would well. be very useful as well. Yes, it would. Mm. Well, that's it for this week's show. Um, thank you for listening to the seventh episode. We'd love to hear from you as we say. Questions or comments, you know, j- just send them to the email addresses we, uh, we just mentioned. And if you want to put any comments on an MP3 file, do send them along and we'll see if we can slot them into the podcast. One other thing that we'd really like to receive from you guys is comments. So if you want to go to the iTunes directory, do feel free to leave a comment about this podcast. So I'm Andy White. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Internet Marketing is brought to you by summitsolutions.co.uk.